Hello, I'm Ilaria and welcome to another episode of Literature in English. Today I'm going to talk about the Oxford Scholar, one of the characters from Chaucer's most famous work, The Canterbury Tales. The Oxford student, also known as the Clerk of Oxenford, studies philosophy and he is very poor. He is, however, so absorbed in his studies that when he has the money, usually after borrowing some from friends, he prefers to spend them on books rather than food or clothes. In fact, he is very thin, just like his horse, that, in Chaucer's words, is as skinny as a rake, and he always wears the same worn-out overcoat. Chaucer also says that he never spoke a word more than was needed, and he would gladly learn and gladly teach. This says that he is preserved and wise, but isn't afraid of speaking his mind when asked, and it's a relevant characteristic that will come up again when the host gives him permission to tell his tale. After the summoner concludes his story, the host turns to the scholar from Oxford, saying, You haven't said a word since we left. For goodness sake, cheer and tell us a lively tale. The scholar agrees and says he will tell a story he heard from a gentleman from Padua named Petrarch. This tale was divided into six parts and it is set in Italy. In the first part is introduced the protagonist, the Marquis of Saluzzo, a town in Piedmont, named Walter. He was a good ruler. He had refused to get married until his subjects confronted him and he decided to make a deal. The lords could choose the wedding day and he would choose his own bride, but everyone had to treat her as a noble woman no matter where she actually came from. In the second part, Walter meets a very poor man named Janicula. He has a daughter named Griselda, known for her beauty and her virtue. Walter has often seen her and admired her. Shortly before the wedding, Walter, Walter asks Janicula for permission to marry his daughter and he was surprised at first, but he agrees in the end. Then Walter presents to Griselda the one condition she has to follow if she wants to marry him. She has to do whatever he says, whenever he asks, and never resent it. Griselda agrees, and soon she gives birth to a baby girl. In the third part, Walter decides to test his wife's loyalty. He tells her that someone will come to take her daughter and she has to give her up, but this doesn't have to affect their love. Instead of killing their daughter, however, Walter sends the child to be raised by his sister in Bologna. At the beginning of part 4, four years have passed and Griselda has had a son. And by the time their son is four years old, Walter decides to test once again his wife's patience and fidelity by telling her that she must give up her son. Again, Griselda accepts her husband's decision. When Walter's daughter is 12 years old and his son is seven, he decides to put Griselda to one final test. He has forged a papal bull that says that Walter can leave Griselda and marry another woman. 
Then Elisav secretly orders his sister, with whom the children were living, to bring his daughter and son home. In part 5, Walter tells Griselda that he wants to marry again and he sends her back to her father's house. And the narrator compares her suffering to that of Job in the Bible. During the sixth and final part, Griselda helps the bride-to-be, who was actually her daughter, to get ready. Eventually, Walter confesses everything to Griselda, the family reunites and they all live happily ever after. At first reading, it may seem like with this tale, the scholar wants us to learn that a good wife has to be patient, humble and loyal. But the cleric also explains that real people can't expect to live up to Griselda's example, but that this tale is about the proper relationship that humankind has to have with God. And related to this, the scholar also wants us to learn that not everything is as good or as bad as it initially seems. This marriage, originally demanded by Walter's subjects, has a symbolic meaning. Walter initially agrees to get married to alleviate the concerns of his people, and this actually can be viewed as one of his good characteristics. And with the marriage, there is an attempt by the upper class, represented by Walter, to reconcile with the lower class, represented by Griselda. And that soon shifts to personal matters when he starts to test her wife. However, her disconsiderations could only be done by people who lived in the same period as Strosser did. For instance, many modern readers think that Griselda has great values such as patience and loyalty. But these are taken to the extremes when he stands aside while her children are taken away from her. And in this circumstance, patience can't be considered a good quality. Thank you so much for listening and goodbye!